Hey guys, welcome back to the Run It Back podcast. We are back for the second time this season, for the second race of the season at Imola. The Imola Grand Prix just finished today, um, today's Sunday as we're recording. It was an incredible, incredible race alongside with me, as always, is Wes. How are you doing today, Wes? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's a good race weekend. Uh, three weeks, uh, it's quite uh, irregular, but uh, right. I think it was worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Three weeks was this was really long. I thought it was gonna be like a triple header, but then again, we were supposed to have China uh, in between these races. So uh, you know, I mean, I'm kind of glad you know we had that wait because then kind of had to build up for this race. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I think it lived up to the to the hype. I thought so, um, but now I have a lot of reservations about. Uh, the track not that it's the track's fault right, but right i now have a lot of reservations on just about everything about formula one it took i guess this is what happens when you watch it for a good two and a half seasons you're now starting to see or at least i i'm starting to see all the uh flaws and the differences and yeah the consequences absolutely. of all this shit that goes on in the competition yeah absolutely absolutely and so, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, so starting off, uh, we want to start off the show by just pretty much highlighting the qualifying results, uh, which was um, to many people, sh like it shocked many people, actually. Right. Because um, initially I predicted that um, Red Bull was going to have a one two in this um, in qualifying because Red Bull generally built a much better car when it comes to downforce tracks they usually have the most downforce tracks. Maybe last season was the only um, case where it wasn't. Um, but Lewis Hamilton steals pole position. Uh, next to him was Sergio Perez, who out for the first time I've ever seen Max Verstappen get out-qualified by a teammate, maybe aside from Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, and Lewis Hamilton's teammate, all the way down in eighth, Valtteri Bottas. But yeah, uh, any general kind of ideas or like what what was your reaction Wes for the qualifying uh well if you're gonna be in the group of oh in better machinery yeah. max is better bullshit just check <laughs> what happened there <laughs> well that's the thing right not, I mean and, yeah. and not ahead. to mention not to mention Viva McLaren holy hell because of that stupid track limit fucking Lando Norris could have been on the first row yeah yeah could have right and but um but that's the thing right like um i i've always thought that um lewis was i mean he he's hailed as the king of qualifying right no one has ever had more polls no one even, even comes close michael schumacher doesn't even close uh, when it comes to qualifying uh, other than lewis hamilton um and so i i didn't really have a doubt i thought that you know lewis could steal pole but like i did i thought it was very unlikely because the uh, they just didn't seem like they were the fastest uh, package. Um, but I've always said that Max Verstappen's strength, strength um, isn't in qualifying. I've always thought it was in the race. Um, and so I think he's, he was out-qualified by Daniel Ricciardo when he was in the team. But at that point, you know, Verstappen was still young. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Wes, right? Like, Lewis Hamilton was able to steal pole. And I think it shows his greatest strength. I think it's qualifying. Well, I also want to counter-argue that I think we're all falling in love with the notion that Red Bull looks like to be the better car mm. this season. 
And, you know, a qualifying session like that just showed that it's not bulletproof. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention that, not to mention that the Red Bull had issues on Friday. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So So, the thing about the thing about that between, I guess, this season and when Mercedes was just running away with everything is that Mercedes never seemed to have an issue that was, uh, you know, worrisome that early in the season. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But for Lewis to say pole or steal pole, say for 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 someone to say Lewis stole pole, you know, I think it just goes to show. Yeah, like you said, it's his, it's his greatest strength. But at the same time, it's like he's able to find more in that car than the normal person. Right. Like, don't forget, it's not a distant second. Yeah, absolutely. It's a close second. It's a close second. But um, uh, like, I'm glad that you pointed that out because um, I'm looking at the timesheets for qualifying and one uh, pole through 13th position, which was Sebastian Vettel, was within one second. And pole to eighth place, which was Valtteri Bottas, was split between half a second. So, like, the, the field is bunching up, and we're, we're starting to see, like, who are the alpha alpha males when it comes to qualifying. We're, we're starting to see, like, the, the breed uh, that it, that should belong in the front of the, uh, of the grid. For sure, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it really is interesting, though, not to take anything away from Max and Red Bull's efforts to see them a lot closer and perhaps ganging up on Lewis. Right. So that way we kind of see that two on one uh, action. Right. But then again, you know, without mentioning what happened today in the race, of course, you can say Red Bull was in a pretty disadvantageous position because Lewis, it's, it's been historically noted that Lewis can beat two cars by himself. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And and yeah, uh, pretty much, that's pretty much the front of the, of the qualifying. Now, were there like, was there anyone that surprised you the most, Wes, uh, when it came to qualifying? Someone that like you know you thought was gonna do well, maybe didn't do so well, or maybe there's someone that surprised you. Surprises. I'm gonna give that to Nicholas Latifi. Okay. Yeah, he. He had at one point a better time. I think that was in Q one. No. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. Had a, he yeah. had a better time than Russell. Than Russell. Russell and just Ru- got Russell, by. Russell. Yeah. Russell was kind of like, "What the hell is going on here?" Only right. for Russell to finish the job later. But right, right. you yeah. know, absolutely. Yeah, it goes to show. I think uh, the blips of what, uh, what Williams can do. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, now that now that it's coming to mind, uh, I hate to pick on him again, but. Vettel, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Aston Martin, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get to Aston Martin a little bit later. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, did you have any more surprises? No. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, uh, I think the biggest surprise was three, um, three drivers. Uh, Pierre Gasly <laughs> came out of nowhere, stole fifth. Like literally, oh, well, I could also give props to Leclerc. Props to Charles Leclerc getting fourth. Um, but yeah, Pierre Gasly came out of nowhere. Um, you know, we we knew that AlphaTauri was very fast in this track. This is their practice track. This is where they pretty much developed the car at Imola. And yeah, uh, it, it was surprising to me because he he was 
at one point, like, he, he was pretty much... He looked like he was going to get top three in qualifying. So that that was... To me, that was that was that was shocking. Um, just how fast that package, the Alpha Tower package, is. Uh, my second guy is Esteban Ocon. This is the first time I've seen um, Fernando Alonso get out qualified by a teammate. Now, of course, Fernando Alonso, he just returned to F1. But if the, if Bahrain was any indication, I thought that Ocon was still getting to grips with the car, but. Fernando Alonso looked like he was already he was already at at full speed with the car at Bahrain. So yeah, I, I thought that was that was interesting. And other than that, um my boy Yuki Sonoda. I really wanted Yuki Sonoda to to out qualify uh Pierre Gasly. I know it seems a little bit uh, far fetched to a lot of people, but I have a lot of faith in Yuki Sonoda. So I, I really hope that uh one day he will out qualify Pierre Gasly. Did he not out qualify him in Bahrain? Uh he did not. He did not. Okay. He out finished him. He finished him. He finished in the points. Uh, Pierre dropped out of the points. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. No. I mean, it's. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't think it's that. Uh. I mean, it's. It's a possibility. I think he could steal some, every now and then, but for him to to say yeah it's a uh or for him to believe that it's far-fetched i i wouldn't go that far no no, no yeah i, I think it's pretty far. realistic yeah yeah absolutely. especially since um since uh red bull drivers seem to do well in toro rosso anyway or alpha tori but um yeah absolutely. i mean we'll see it's a long game yeah, yeah absolutely and so yeah um let's move on to uh pretty much the race right uh I was excited for this race. I was completely excited for this race. My brother Jordan was really excited for this race. Um, so I got up really early, watched the the grid walk as they're going through, and surprise, surprise, um, we were told that it was just only going to rain in the morning. And yeah, it was raining during the race, uh, during the beginning of the race at least. Uh, and this just pretty much threw everything out of the window, right? Because we thought. Well, yeah, like, you know, Lando or like, uh, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, everyone except for Max Hamilton. Uh, yeah, Max and Hamilton and Bottas were going to start in mediums. Everyone else was going to start in softs. So I thought that was going to be interesting, but now everyone had to start in intermediates. Yeah, every, uh, intermediates and I think... Uh, some wets. Some wets, yeah, yeah, yeah. wets. And then, of course, we had a little uh, oops in the beginning. Uh, Vettel had to start in the pit lane. Yeah, yeah, Because uh, his team couldn't get his uh, stuff done by the five-minute mark. Right. Um, and then, of course, in the formation lap, we had a little spinneroo with, uh, <laughs> I believe it was Signs, right, that did it? He did. It. Yeah, he did. He, he so, spun out. But, I mean, granted, it, was, it, was, it wasn't anything, like, life-threatening. No, no, car, yeah. at least. Yeah, so yeah, they were able to get back on, and then um, I think what really just uh, turned the tide was uh, the start, and pretty much after maybe three turns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I love that you pointed out um science's um mishap, like on the way to the grid information lap, because um the drivers were allowed to drive to the the grid like the starting grid 
Um, and Fernando Alonso actually binned it. He actually went to the wall, broke his front wing. So he had to go back to the, the garage, change the front wing, and then he was allowed to get on the, the grid. But yeah, uh, Sebastian Vettel, he, uh, Sebastian Vettel and Stroll, they had problems with their brakes. They were overheating, pretty much melted the entire brake pad or the, the pretty much the brakes. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, things are not looking good for, for Aston Martin. Everything seems to be falling. When it rains, it pours uh, for them pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so top three results for the race, Verstappen, Hamilton, and Norris. Wes, uh, any surprises to you? Any Anything that you just want to air out? I did say, I think, uh, a few shows ago back in season one that I thought Lando was going to win a race, right? Yeah, this was the closest this, this, one. This is, this is probably the closest I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, you know, in terms of surprises, I am surprised that Checo Perez failed to defend his position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm also surprised uh, to see a Mercedes just blown the fuck up. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, let's start with Lando Norris, right? What a surprise. Um, we knew that from the qualifying session. Oh, and the start. And the freaking yeah. start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably in the bottom echelon of starters, he gets a good start, and that causes that caused him to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Rex Verstappen doesn't really get the best starts. He usually stalls out or, you know, something happens with his engine that he has to drop back a little bit, um, and it's frustrating to watch Verstappen sometimes uh, start because he usually we usually believe that he's going to have a good weekend and then he gets a bad start but this week he, he had an amazing start um, and he had that little incident with Hamilton which I think I think it was fair um, he just kind of ran out of ro uh, road um, but yeah uh, back to Lando Lando we knew was fast throughout the week uh, we just didn't know how fast he was it pretty much yeah, he, he pretty much went all the way down. Not all the way down. He, I think he went 10th, P, P9, P10, and then climbed all the way back up to P3. Incredible drive. Uh, Hamilton pretty much made mistakes throughout the uh, throughout the race, but managed to pick himself back up, embarrassing Bottas. Because uh, there was a moment where um, Bottas. Well, I I, yeah. I don't know if Lewis embarrassed Bottas. I think Bottas embarrassed himself. Oh yeah, Lewis absolutely. Embarrassed, Lewis embarrassed himself by binning it on uh, <laughs> before before Bottas's uh, car blew up. But then that was a freaking recovery drive. That was that a recovery drive. How, yeah. I mean, not to not to make it about Lewis Hamilton, but that goes to show how great he is. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. if 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 because uh, if Lewis was a pedestrian driver, he would have stayed at P nine. Well, well, that's the thing, right? It's because um, Valtteri Bottas was stuck behind Stroll, Lawrence Stroll, the entire race um, before he had a shunt. And Lance. Yeah, Lance Stroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and... his dad should be out there. Just just, just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See see how much uh, I missed. No, his dad see. should be out there because uh, uh, Lance needs a little bit more help than Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Um, what do you call it? So pretty much, yeah. Uh, Bottas was stuck behind Lance Stroll uh, throughout the entire race, um, and he couldn't get past. There was a moment where Total Wolf went into Bottas's radio, telling him to pick it up because he's a he's in a Mercedes stuck in P8, uh, where he should be fighting the Red Bulls. He should be fighting the Lewis Hamilton. He should be the you know at least the gunner for for Lewis Hamilton. But um, 
And then, you know, when, when the race restarted after the red flag, guess who was in front of Lewis Hamilton? Stroll. And he just got by him in one lap. You know, I think that just tells the difference between Hamilton and Bottas. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I told I told my dad, uh, who was watching with me this morning, uh, he didn't believe Hamilton. But and also my dad is the ultimate Hamilton hater for more <laughs> than one reason that I cannot mention on this air. But um, he he thought that Hamilton was going to be stuck at P9. I was like, no, no, those cars ahead of him are too slow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even, even, even Ferrari was right. too slow for Lewis. Yeah, yeah. And then you know he only he then my dad ended up giving up on the race. And then when he came back and told checked in on me, I told him, yeah, Hamilton finished second. Yeah. And he was like, "What the f just happened?" I was like, "Yeah, greatness. That's what the f just happened." Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, me, me, and Jordan were watching. Uh, me and my brother Jordan were actually watching uh, the race, and um, he actually put a lot of money into Lando Norris finishing P two. And so he was surprised he was going to win like a ton of money because, I mean, Lando Norris was he, he was about to finish P2. And then I told him, like, like, I don't think so, because um, Lewis Hamilton will do anything he can to make sure he gets P2. He's, he, he wasn't going to win the race because Max just pretty much flew flew off to the distance, um, never to be seen again. Uh, Lewis Hamilton knew that if he finishes second, it was going to be equalized on points and not even that he he got the fastest lap so he's up up by one point but yeah i, I mean this is what lewis does right like he, he will i mean recover whatever he can right right and you know he'll do it in a fashion that'll just be like damn how did that guy not win <laughs> yeah um, right yeah but i also want to add too that look um when red bull got the p1 they didn't look all that happy. Yeah. I mean, it, I understand it was a stressful race, but then you, again, when you look at the final tally, right. they're still behind Mercedes on both counts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because right. uh, Lewis stole that uh, fastest lap that point fastest to keep him one point ahead going into um, Portugal. And then uh, because Checo finished out of the points, they couldn't overtake Mercedes and the constructors. That, and Mercedes, yeah. Mercedes only had one car finishing Right. And, you know, basically, it's also a weird situation because two of their three drivers got knocked out of the race. <laughs> well, that's the thing. By right? each other. Yeah, yeah. By each other on top of that. Yeah, which was pretty much the number one don't do at Mercedes. But um, it, it's funny that you say that because I feel like the luckiest guy in the world right now is either Carlos Sainz because he almost – there was so many times he almost crashed into the wall, uh, almost finished his race, but he – managed to finish P5. But other than that, Valtteri Bottas, right? Because Valtteri Bottas, he's going to get judged um, pretty much based on where Perez is, right? Where Wherever Perez finishes, Bottas should be really close or right by him. Uh, or ahead. And, yeah, or ahead, right? He should be ahead. But that's the thing, right? Like, um, because Perez hasn't been finishing the races, he hasn't been finishing in the points, I think Bottas is getting off easy because... Perez was about to score some massive points, probably overtake um, Mercedes in the championship. And then the pressure on Bottas would have been massive. Uh, I don't know, Joy. Something tells me that once uh, the race was over, Toto went back to his office and started <laughs> looking at pictures of GR. Well, that's despite, the thing, right? Despite, despite GR getting into the incident with Bottas and 
GR slapping Botas basically across the halo <laughs> slash head. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing, right? Me, me and Jordan were uh, were talking, um, and I was saying that if you're a Toto Wolf, um, you want pretty much the best two drivers that you can get that puts pressure on Max Verstappen, right? Um, two drivers that you know that could pretty much fight for the win. It's not just going to be Hamilton fighting against Max Verstappen, and then wherever Bottas is, he's he might not even be close to Perez. So I was like. Man, don't you just wish, like, if you were Mercedes, you had a Grant, like a, a George Russell, that would be there to pick up the win, or maybe even just win outright on pace. They could do something crazy. There is twenty-one races left in the year, if I'm not mistaken. And Bottas, for me, hasn't proved anything this season. He he, it proves that Hamilton is just on a different cloth. Well, bear, I think. I think you can also make that case for all the Mercedes drivers right. that are on the current grid. So I'm also including Ocon, mm. right? Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to Botas. Something just, yeah, something something did not look right there. And yeah. um, you know, it, it and then he's also lucky. I know this this is kind of unrelated, but it's, he's also lucky that uh, Leclerc and Ferrari haven't really overcame the hurdle yet yeah exactly right uh, uh, that's the thing right like because mclaren and ferrari are breathing on the necks of mercedes and red bull you would think that at least you know one of the one of the backup or one of the gunner drivers for the red bull in mercedes should pick it up they, they know that these are massive points that that are going to decide the championship you know ah it's something 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 tells me that uh somewhere out there in germany alex alban's punching the air telling people <laughs> i told you so t all right yeah exactly and what's 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 interesting is that um uh sergio perez when he spun out um towards the end of the the race that's exactly where alban spun out last season in emola so i mean that second that second seat may be cursed <clears throat> For uh, for Red Bull, hey, you said it, not me. I think that second seat also is uh, detrimental at Mercedes too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Unless there is a guy that is fit enough to overcome all, uh, I don't know, all bad luck, right? Uh, I believe that's George Russell. But uh, yeah, any surprises, Wes? Any surprises that you would say? Surprises? The two Mercedes drivers hit each other <laughs> again. <laughs> I mean, but but it's not Rosberg or it's Hamilton. Not, yeah, yeah. It's it's Botas and uh, Russell, and it's crazy to see that. <laughs> like I said earlier, that Mercedes just blown the f up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it just looks so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Botas did not look good. This is not a, a good week that he because he he was stuck behind Stroll, and Stroll is I mean he's no slouch, but he's not in a Mercedes car right someone argue someone argue that he is but um i don't know for me the biggest surprise was um daniel ricardo uh yeah he did move up i think one place he moved up one place from his qualifying qualifying position um but he didn't light it up like lando did um you know uh, i will i would have loved to see him split the ferraris at least he just didn't have the pace 
I don't think he likes this track. I think he said it in some interviews. He doesn't really enjoy this track. And so, yeah, uh, I think that's my biggest. Uh, that's good. He got six, though. You know, those are some massive okay. points. Can we have a contender, a surprise contender for surprises? No, yeah. uh, no, no double, not to be double about it, but Sebastian Vettel's hair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's somewhat back, but it's, it's not back. helping him. It's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? I don't think he was going bald. I just think, you know, that's, well, okay, yeah, he is going bald. He, he needs some. Uh, no, no, I told you. He he must have tried to cut his own hair, made a mistake, and I was like, ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, he, <laughs> he needs he needs whatever Lewis Hamilton has um, because that, that that is the greatest comeback in F1 history is, is, is that hairline. No, well, I don't. But isn't that uh, isn't that uh, surgical though? Transplant? Yeah. I no, I well. don't think I don't. No, I don't think Vettel had made that mis that or they needs that. I think, like I said, he was trying to cut his own hair because you know barbershops <laughs> are closed in a pandemic. Yeah. Or maybe he asked his wife to cut his hair. She made a he or she made a mistake. Yeah. And right. I was like, ah, shit. I gotta. <laughs> but you couldn't just cut it all off. I mean, just go bald. Bald is beautiful. I mean, as long as it's as long as that. Hair is obviously still showing signs of growth. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You kind of really can't. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs> he's plus, not going to give sometimes, it up. Sometimes, like it's a, it's also a chore to just maintain that. Oh yeah, absolutely. If still healthy. Yeah, absolutely. But that's oh, yeah. besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, 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 absolutely. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the surprises, uh, Wes. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think that covers the surprises. I, I think Sergio Perez was quite a big surprise too i thought he was gonna be at least p3 but i mean hey we, our boy lando norris gets p3 if anyone oh, betted on nikita mazepin not finishing too bad you just lost money you could you could bet that i mean nikita mazepin is gonna spin mazepin i just called him mazepin nikita mazepin is gonna spin in the race no matter what and he did now he didn't he wasn't like taken out but like he spun it on his own and that's pretty much a guarantee now in these races. The guy fucking sucks. Just, just telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Go make Schumacher. But uh, yeah, uh, Haas, Haas needs to clean house. I, I don't care. Yeah. MSC is on the team. Well, that's the thing, right? They're gonna clean the house. They're, even Haas is gonna leave. Even Gene Haas is gonna leave. It looks like so. Good, good. Go and don't <laughs> come back. Right. I mean, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I have my own thoughts about that, but th that should be another episode. But uh, yeah, other than that, Wes, um, other big story, you mentioned them before, um, Aston Martin versus Formula One versus the FIA. Uh, Aston Martin is looking to legally sue Formula One and the FIA. You can't. You can't. I th you could illegally sue. Oh well, okay. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> that that'd be interesting. That would that'd be that'd be something to to watch, right? So they're gonna they want to sue Formula One and the FIA because they believe that the new regulations, um, that pretty much the regulations for this year are the floors, right? They pretty much cut the floors in half, uh, and the no the two teams that have a massive disadvantage is Mercedes and Aston Martin and Aston Martin believed that um, these regulations were targeted to slow these two teams down um, and yeah uh, it's it's quite yeah uh, I mean for me in my opinion 
uh, a cheating team. You know, <laughs> you could uh, you could a lot of people are saying like you know a cheating team, crying wolf. You know, there's there's not a lot of sympathies for them throughout the the paddock. Uh, but yeah, uh, any thoughts, Wes? Aston Martin thinking of suing Formula One and the FIA. Those cases, you know, from all the law classes I've took, even though none of them talked about Formula One teams or sports in general, cases like that generally don't win. Oh yeah, that that's exactly so what not, they said. You know, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet here. I have low expectations. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, that that was the talk of the paddock. Like, you know, the FI and the F and Formula One make the rules. You know, everyone has to abide by them. It's not, you know, yeah, it's nothing like personal against these two teams. But uh, yeah, I agree with you, Wes. Um, I don't think it's gonna. I, if Aston Martin does go to court with this, I don't think they're gonna win. Um, but I mean, uh, they just want to prove a point. I think. And so, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed the race. I certainly did. I mean, 2021, uh, you know, the first two races have been incredible. They've been pretty close. And, yeah, I, I can't wait for Portimao for, Port for the Portuguese Grand Prix in May 2nd, May 2, uh, in the week of May 2. And so, yeah, I, I can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, any... Any closing thoughts, Wes? Bienvenidos a Miami. Hey, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we are heading to Miami in Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, this is going to be very similar to when we raced in Caesars Palace in the 80s. Uh, it's going to be in the car park. So that would be interesting. Uh, hopefully it's a much better... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a much better track but yeah i can't wait me too man two races in the usa let's go hey this might be the one that we go to if it's cheaper <laughs> but uh yeah hey, i heard i heard i heard florida's nice <laughs> yeah absolutely i think they're gonna they're gonna try to make it in june so nice in that time of the year yeah i think uh they try they're trying to like put it after montreal yes so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so it would it would be yeah i think it would be summertime and then of course you return in the fall with uh texas with texas absolutely absolutely but uh yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in to the run it back podcast this week uh and yeah we will see you guys back in the week of may 2nd uh and yeah thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you the next race Totally keep those tires within the lines, folks. <laughs> you might get second place. So yeah, keep it on the keep it on.